Lately, Chap had been much in Magir's company, and confidence, at least since their time in the prison below the Imperial Palace. Wynne crouched beside Liesel and leaned out to keep sight of Magir. Staying out here won't change anything. Of course, this was obvious, but she hated being the voice of reason and forcing Magir and Liesel into something they didn't want to do. Wynne had been stuck in this position too many times over the last few years. At the same time, she understood why they, especially Liesel, had to get away from Gassan and Braton. She found some relief in that herself, but their situation was growing more awkward and tense. You don't agree with Braton, do you? Mogir asked. You don't want to regather the orbs? Wynne clenched her jaw. I don't want any of this, she answered as calmly as she could. But you heard Gassan? The Forgotten War started somewhere near what is now the Suman Empire. If anything he heard is even partly true, I don't think we can ignore it. Do you? No one spoke. Liesel hadn't said anything since Wynne stepped out into the alley, and that made her feel even worse. At times, going through him to get to Magir was the easier way, but not this time, and not when it was about this. He'd always hated what they were doing concerning the orbs, finding, attaining, and hiding them, even more so after Braton reappeared in their midst. This time, things would have to work the other way, with convincing Mogir first. So why wasn't Chap doing something? You think it's that easy? Mogir nearly hissed. Wynne stiffened upright at the threat in her voice, but Mogir was fixed on Chap. Wynne expected Chap to snarl or snap in response, but he didn't. He sat, focusing on Mogir's face, until she finally dropped her head onto her pulled-up knees. Liesel didn't move. At least Wynne now knew Chap was trying. When he took something seriously, everyone else had better pay attention, and hopefully Mogir would. What do you think we can do about it? Mogir whispered without lifting her head. Wynne now wished she were the one who could talk into Chap's head. He looked right at her and huffed once for yes. It was less than a blink before she guessed it was her turn, so she readied for an onslaught before answering. We have to do as Braton suggested, at least as a contingency. The orbs might be the only weapons powerful enough to use against the enemy, if it comes to that. What would become of the world, again, if that thing, whatever it is, really is awakening? If so, we don't have anything else but the orbs. No. Liesel shouted. As Liesel turned on Wynne, Mogir gripped his upper arm and jerked him back. Chap snarled, rose on all fours, and bared his teeth at Liesel. Wynne sat there on the alley floor, shaking. Mogir had always been the volatile one. Yet now it was Liesel tipping on the edge of reason, panting in anger. And Wynne couldn't blame him, for there was a part of her beneath reason that wanted to just go away and hide where no one could find her. Liesel wrenched his arm out of Mogir's grip and settled back against the alley wall. Stay out of my head, he snapped, though he didn't look at anyone. He didn't have to. Chap sighed and turned from Liesel to Mogir. We gather nothing, Mogir said, until we know what's happening out there, in the east, in the desert. A voice in every language Wynne understood filled her head. She is right in one part. More answers are needed. At these words, Wynne kept quiet. 
fearing any hint of the silent exchange might set Liesel off again. But I will gather the other orbs, Chap went on, and you will go with Liesel and Mogir. As for the others... Chap's head tilted upward, and Wynne followed his gaze up the back wall of the tenement. All she saw was a dark hint of that one disturbing window frame. He continued to speak to her, and occasionally, she couldn't help nodding. Mogir managed to remain sitting there in the alley, though inside she'd felt she might rip apart. Chap and Wynne were clearly plotting and planning, though there was little to hear other than Wynne's occasional acknowledgments. Liesel ignored everyone. Mogir couldn't stand the thought of disappointing him again. They'd been on the verge of being done and going home. How much farther could she push him before she lost him entirely? When she glanced over at him, there was winds.